Jesus' name. For a few weeks every year, we wear a poppy in remembrance. And then on Remembrance Day, held every year on November the 11th, we gather together at Cenotaphs in order to remember all those who fought and died and those who continue to serve in the line of duty to keep us free. I will declare we must remember the sacrifice and we must remember the price that was paid to have the freedoms that we have in the nation of Canada. We really must remember that. I, I, my, my topic tonight is just simply remember. I want us to remember some things that are so very important to us. And when I think about the word remember, I, I, my mind goes to my wife's parents had passed away and we were cleaning out their humble little home out beyond in the, in the well, I started to say the backwoods behind Hoyt. Anybody ever been to Hoyt before? Anybody? Wow. Wow. Well, beyond that, back down a side road beyond that, Last house on the left <laughs> is my mom and dad, my mother and father-in-law's humble little home. And we were cleaning out their home and we came across my wife's mother's diaries. And this was very interesting because she kept, a, she took a one-year diary, made a four-year diary out of it. <laughs> on both pages, on the, she put a double column down both pages and and made a four-year diary out of it. And, and it was like reading 1982, 1983, 1984, 1985, all on the same page. And it was like, it was like we had the pastor and his wife out for supper night, a wonderful time of fellowship. And, and, uh, and my dad, my, my father-in-law had a little hobby farm. And so at 3, 3 a.m. yesterday morning or this morning, there was a cow born down in the car, down in the in the uh, stable there. And so it was just, it was very interesting reading. It was all memories. It was remembering. And as we read some of those memories, we could remember her voice and we can remember her face and we can remember things about her that stood out to us because we were reading her memories. And so we need to remember. And so, and so also I think about when I think about remembering and memories, I think about my dad. I I can remember calling my dad on the phone. I'd say, Dad, I was talking to somebody this past weekend. They mentioned this name, and do you know this name? And he would kind of chuckle to himself, and for the next 45 minutes, I would get a history lesson about the name I asked because he had a tremendous memory and a tremendous ability to remember. So what do you do when you remember? Well, you recall the mind by an act of effort or an act of memory, you think of it over and over and over again to retain it in your memory. You keep it in mind. You remain aware of something that has happened in the past. It is very important that you want to remember and not forget so that you can be one more time blessed by that and maybe instructed and maybe directed by that memory that comes to your mind. And so it kind of sounds simple to say, that it sounds simple to say that remembering is important because it keeps you from forgetting. <laughs> but it's the truth. I'm not sure why this is the case, whether it's something natural inside of us or something that results from the pressures of life. But when you don't perform intentional acts of remembrance, we forget. 
Let me say that again. When we don't perform intentional acts of remembrance, we forget things that we should remember. It's been said at times that we forget the things we should remember and we remember the things that we should forget. So it's important to pause from time to time to remember those things that are very, very important to us. And I'm dwelling down here some on this word important because there are some things that we can tend to forget and even maybe we should forget, but there's some things that we must never forget if we're going to see God do what God desires to do in our lives and in our hearts, in our minds and in our spirits. There's some things it's, it's important not to lay down and to walk away from and to forget because God desires for them to be fresh in our memory so that he can use them in our life to instruct us and direct us and correct us sometimes and to take us where he desires for us to go. I believe that everybody in the room tonight, God has a plan for your life. And the way to get to that plan for your life and the way for that plan to be fulfilled in your life is to continue to remember the things that you need to remember so you can go to where God desires for you to go and have what God desires for you to have. So we find feasts and we find celebrations inserted in the Jewish calendar and we find monuments and memorials being built all designed by God to ensure that God's people remember, would remember God's promises, God's miracles, or certain events from their past. There's a book in the Word of God that's called Deuteronomy and Deuteronomy means spoken twice. The entire book of Deuteronomy is a reminder of the truths of God. It doesn't offer any Israel a new law, but it gives a reminder of the established law of God that was given, that was given to, given in the previous four books of the Bible. So Deuteronomy is a book about remembrance. Sixteen times in Deuteronomy, the word remember or remembrance appears. And so it's very important. Moses is recounting the law and recounting the commandments and, com and recounting the direction of Almighty God. And you know, I've been going to church all my life. And how many times have I come to a service and come in and sat down and the pastor got up and preached on the blood of Jesus Christ? I'm glad for the cleansing, saving power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Praise God. And you know, when that happens, I don't sit back and fold my arms and think, well, here we go again. No, I want to lean up in my seat and I want to remember what the power of the blood can do all over again in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. And so when something is repeated over again, I, I'm not concerned about that, especially if it's from the Word of God, because there's sometimes my mind begins to drift a little bit, and my spirit begins to drift a little bit, and I need the Word of God to reach out and grab a hold of me and pull me back to where I need to be. For, so I can remember, and it can be refreshed in my memory. And so Moses in Deuteronomy is refreshing in their mind all the laws and all the commandments and all the direction of God. And he says, he tells it over and over again because he wants them to have it down in their spirit. Not only that, he wants the next generation to know there are some things that are important. 
Some things need to be retold and repeated so they can one more time receive it and have a fresh and a new generation for the power of Almighty God. I want my children, I want my grandchildren, and if the Lord tarries, I want my great-grandchildren to know there are things from the Word of God that are important and need to be remembered all the days of our lives. Hallelujah. And so the Lord instructed the children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy to observe the month of Abib. Now, the month of Abib is the latter part of March and the early part of April in our calendar. And during, the month to, and during that month of Abib, to observe the Passover. And it was kept, the Passover was kept in remembrance of the Lord's passing over the houses of the Israelites because they had, they had the blood applied when the death angel passed over when the final plague that God was using to bring his people out of Egyptian bondage and, and the stated purpose, this is what Deuteronomy says that this observance was for. Keep the Passover. Don't forget how God spared your family because you had the blood applied. Woo. Don't forget it wasn't your ingenuity, it wasn't your strength that delivered you. You were delivered because the blood was applied to your life. So in this month, in your history, Israel, every year at this time, observe the Passover. Don't forget, come on somebody, what God has done for you by his power and by his mind. And in Deuteronomy chapter 16 and verse number 3, the stated reason for this is that thou mayest remember the day when thou camest forth of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. Don't forget what God has done for you. I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be before his presence changed me. I can't go back and forget the powerful work of God in my life. I stand here tonight redeemed, set free, delivered by the power of Almighty God, all because the blood has been applied to my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to stop every now and again and say, thank you, Lord. It's no wonder we act like we act sometimes. It's no wonder why we clap our hands and stand up and raise our hands in the house of the Lord. Look what the Lord has done by his power and by his authority and by his might. All because of who he is. We are who we are tonight in the presence of almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's keep celebrating the power of God. Let's keep celebrating the majesty of God in our lives so we won't forget all the days of our life what God has done for us. It's been my privilege sometimes to go into a nursing home and visit people there in the nursing home and, and, and when I go in, maybe they, don't, maybe they can't remember my name or their name. But if you start quoting Psalms 23 they can pick it up and quote it right along with you. Because it's, it's etched in their memory because they read it so many times and they trusted it so many times. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. 
they proved it and they knew the shepherd and they knew the power of God in their lives and so they don't forget some things and so I just come back to the point there's some things I need to forget but there's some things I dare not forget and I dare not forget what God has done in my life by his power and by his spirit and by his authority hallelujah I've got to remember I was a captive in Egypt just like the children of Israel was I was bound by the power of sin, but God, glory be to God, God brought me out by the mighty power of his mighty hand, Aaliyah. And I've just come to CCC tonight to clap my hands and to rejoice and to magnify the name of Jesus for everything he's done in my life, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's okay to take time to praise the Lord in the house of God because we're reminding ourselves. We're reminding ourselves of what God has done in our lives by his mighty power and by his mighty mind. Hallelujah. And some things must never be forgotten. You know that, you know that terrible feeling in your, in your spirit and in your heart? When you get somewhere, where you get where you're going, and you, and you think, I forgot something back home. I forgot something back home. <laughs> I was in, my dad passed in Blacks Harbor. I was just small, probably six or seven years old. And, and they were talking and, 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 and doing what they did after service and shaking hands and fellowshipping. And they walked out the door with another couple and got in the car and went home and left me standing there in the, in the aisle of the church. And I thought, this is going to be great. Got the whole building to myself all night long. Just, I want to be here all night. So I just kind of just settled down there, and I thought, this is going, this is going to be great. And that bothered me a bit. And about five or ten minutes later, my mom goes through the door all, all worked up and all beside herself because they forgot Jonathan back at the church. <laughs> I thought, man. But I've, I've felt that feeling a few times since that when I became a parent. I, I thought, well. That feeling that my mom felt that night, but I, I'm telling you, there's something, there's just something doesn't feel right. Come on, somebody. When you forget. When you forget. So in succeeding generations, when Israel celebrated the Passover, the story of God's deliverance was retold and remembered over and over and over again. According to one historian I read, at the, at the Feast of the Passover, it was traditional for a child to ask of his father, why is this night different from any other night? And this would be the clue for his father to recount how God delivered Israel from Egypt. I just want to remind somebody, your children and your grandchildren need to know the power and the majesty and the story of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Just you need to know. They need to know. The next generation needs to understand. They need to know the power, and the glory of God. It needs to be passed on from generation to generation to generation to generation, Aaliyah. So when the Lord comes, there will still be somebody saying, I remembered what I was told. I remember the miracles and the signs and the wonders. And I don't want to let my mind go here because my mind right now is trying to go down a track here of remembering, Aaliyah. But I, I can remember, and I'm just going to say this and I'm going to move on, but I can remember the old sawdust floor, the old Harvey campground. 
I can remember that. And I want my children, I want my grandchildren to know that there was power of God moved there and the spirit of God moved there. And if he did it back then, he can still do it today by his power and by his spirit. Can I just tell you, the same power that was back there is in this room right now. It's here right now. So keep the Passover. Don't forget to remember what God has done in your life. And then he told them in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse number 2, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. 40 long years of trudging and trekking through the wilderness. And God tells them, don't forget all the way that God led you and God guided you and God directed you and God took care of you. The various dealings of God with them, the way God dealt with them, the way God led them and guided them and directed them, the dangers and the difficulties they were exposed to and from which God delivered them. The various miracles which he wrought for them time after time after time after time. One of them was the manna every day. And one of them was the quail that he fed them with. And the powerful miracles and the water flowing from the rock to satisfy their, to satisfy their thirst. I'm telling you folks, whatever you need, God is available to supply that. Praise God. And I don't want to forget all the way that God has led us, Aaliyah, his long suffering towards the children of Israel in the wilderness as they wandered there for 40 long years. I'm telling you, folks, God knows how to take care of those that trust in him. And so we need to remember all the way, however old you are, however long you've been living for God, however long God's been involved in your life, don't forget all the things that God has done for you to bring you to this point. Because if he brought you this far, he can take you all the way through to glory. He can see you all the way through to the power and the presence of heaven someday because that's just a kind of a God that he is. God knew that by remembering their past, they would be better equipped for their future. And so God tells them, don't forget all the way I have worked in your life. And as we worship in this sanctuary today, we must be careful to remember all the way the Lord has helped us and healed us and instructed us and directed us and encouraged us and protected us and challenged us as we walked with him. Matter of fact, I want to pause right now and just give God some praise for all the things that he has done. Mm, hallelujah. All the things that God has done in my life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord for your power and for your majesty that you have shown in my life. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when the children of Israel crossed the Jordan River from the wilderness, so he, he talks to them about how he brought them out of Egypt with a high hand and a mighty deliverance and keep the Passover and don't forget your powerful deliverance from the land of Egypt. Don't forget how I led you and guided you and directed you and, and challenged you and took care of you and dealt with you as you wandered in the wilderness for 40 long years. And then when you go to go across the Jordan River from the wilderness in the promised land, they were instructed to take 12 stones out of the river and build a memorial. 
And the reason for doing this was, was stated in Joshua chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. When your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then you shall answer them. The waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it passed over Jordan. The waters of Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be memorial unto thy children of Israel forever. In other words, that pile of stones out there is to remind you of the miraculous power of God that brought you across the Jordan River. God stopped up the Jordan River and you walked across by, uh, by foot because of the power and because of the majesty of Almighty God. Is there anybody in this room today that knows the miraculous power of an Almighty God? Come on, you were in a hopeless situation and the power of God reached in. You were in a difficult situation and the power of God reached in and showed his mighty power in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to forget that. I don't want to ever let that escape my memory. Hallelujah. Those stones would be an enduring sermon year after year, month after month, day after day of what God can do by his power and by his authority and by his might. Hallelujah. Not just to this generation, and I keep coming back to this, but to future generations. Israel didn't get across there by their own ability and by their own strength, but because of the miraculous power of Almighty God. And we all have memories and places and times where God has worked in our lives that are every bit as spiritual significant as the pile of stones that Israel had. Matter of fact, some of the most, some of the most powerful testimonies I've ever heard in all my life begin like this. I remember when the Lord... Mm -hmm. I remember when my wife was discovered a cancerous tumor in her bowel, but now she's cancer-free in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> I remember when my middle boy was, was, was sick when he was born and how my dad came in and put his hands into little holes in an incubator and laid his hands on Matthew and prayed and God miraculously and powerfully touched him in the name of Jesus Christ. I remember when the Lord worked effectively and powerfully in situations and circumstances that I thought, well, we'll never get through this, but here we are still praising and magnifying God because of the power of an awesome God. I don't ever want to forget, and if I pass this mic around this room, we could hear testimony after testimony. I remember when the Lord did this, and I remember when the Lord did that. And I'm telling you, folks, if God's done it, you ought to praise him the rest of your life for all he's done and all the power he's shown in your life. Some things must never be forgotten because there is a danger in forgetting what God has done in our lives. The Bible reminds us that bad things happen when the people of God forget to remember and pass it on to the next generation. The Israelites arrived in the promised land with God leading them every step of the way and performing miracle after miracle after miracle. God gave the Israelites victory in battle over the people there even when the odds were stacked greatly against them. But in Judges chapter 2, we read about what happened after Joshua, who was God's chosen leader after Moses died, 
when Joshua died and the generation that after Joshua that had heard about the miraculous power of God. After they died in, Josh, in Judges chapter 2 and verse number 10, and also the Bible said all that generation were gathered unto their fathers and there arose another generation after them which knew not the Lord nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. Their failure to know because someone failed to remember and repeat led them to worship the false gods of the people around them. And it ultimately led that generation of Israelites being overtaken by their enemies. And they lost what they made them a powerful force in the world. And ultimately they became a broken, scattered people instead of a great united nation that God desired for them to be. There's a danger in forgetting what God has done. There's a, there's a danger in forgetting what God has said. There's a danger in forgetting the power and the presence and the majesty of an awesome God that we serve. And the danger is this, is that we drift away from God. But I come to tell you this, this evening that our God is a forgiving, merciful God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And how many times... How many times in the book of Judges did the cycle repeat that they, they drifted away from God because they didn't remember. Then they cried out to God and God restored them and brought them back to himself. I'm telling you, if you're in this room today and you've drifted away from God and drifted away from the commandments of God and the ways of God, I'm telling you that just one act of forgiveness, one act of saying, God, I need your forgiveness in my life and God will come running towards you and receive you back into himself. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm telling you folks we serve a merciful powerful awesome God hallelujah praise God but I don't want to forget what God has told me and what God has shared with me hallelujah praise God and I don't want to forget where God has brought me from hallelujah Isaiah spoke to the nation of Israel and he said hearken to me that follow after righteousness Ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock whence you are hewn, and to the hole of the pit whence you are digged. The Lord, Israel was going through a, a, a rough time here. They were going through a difficult time. And the Lord speaks to Isaiah and tells his people to look back and remember Abraham and Sarah, the parents of this Jewish nation. In other words, remember where you came from. I called Abraham and Sarah. And, and, and from these two elderly people came a nation as numerous as the dust of the earth and the stars of heaven. Look what the Lord has done. And listen, Israel, if I did it back then, I can do it now. My power has not changed. My ability has not changed. My strength has not changed. I still have all power and I still have all authority. Hallelujah. So I want to remember what God has done. I want to remember how God's brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. I want to remember how he's kept me all this way. I want to remember how he's brought me in to a place I don't deserve to be in. But thanks be to God, by his grace, here I am. 
And I want to remember all the days of my life. I want to retell the miraculous power of an awesome God. I want to continue to tell. I want to, I want to continue to rejoice in the fact of what God has done. Because as I praise him and as I magnify him for what he's done, I am reminded all over again that if he did it once, he can do it again by his power and by his might. And by his majesty, hallelujah. I want my mouth to be filled with song. I want my tongue to be filled with singing. I want my heart to be filled with praise unto an almighty God that has worked so powerfully in my life. Look what. Whew, hallelujah. 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 How do you keep reminded of what God has done? By saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you, Lord. I glorify you, God. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. I can't go back. I can't step back. I've got to keep on praising and magnifying and glorifying God. The answer to forgetfulness in my walk with God is to keep praising and magnifying and thanking him for all he's done and glorifying him for everything he has done because it keeps it fresh in my memory all over again. The Bible does say, enter his gates with thanksgiving and come into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name for he is good, his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to every generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. So some things must never be forgotten. As I wind this down to a close tonight, when Paul in the book of Corinthians talked to the people about the Lord's Supper or communion, he told them the reason for them to partake of the emblems of the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus Christ at Calvary was because when Jesus instituted this supper, he told them to do it in remembrance of him so they would never Forget the sacrifice that brought about their redemption and their salvation. Don't ever want to forget Calvary. Hallelujah. Hmm. Don't ever want to forget the price that was paid for my sins to be redeemed, for me to be redeemed from my sins by the power of Almighty God. I want to remember that he died because this is a part of the gospel message. Christ died and he was buried. 1 Corinthians 15 tells us, it's not so much the life of the Lord or his teachings that bring salvation, but his death, his burial, and his resurrection. This process purchased our salvation. So I remember that he died. I also remember why he died. Christ died for my sin. He was my substitute, paying the debt that I could never pay. I had no way to pay that debt, but he paid it for me with his life when he gave his life on Calvary's cross. I must remember also how he died. He died willingly, meekly, showing forth his love for me. When I was a sinner, he still loved me and he gave his life to redeem me from the hand of the enemy. So I never want to 
forget the cross of Jesus Christ. Praise God. If the music could come back tonight, if the music could come back. I don't want to forget the thorn-pierced brow, the beaten whip back, the plucked face, the nail-pierced hands and feet, the spear-driven side, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I don't want to forget it because it purchased and it paid the price and provided my salvation from sin. No wonder the writer of Revelation, they said in the book of Revelation about Jesus Christ, they sung a song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof. Thou wast slain, hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. I just want to say, thank God for Calvary. Some things must never be forgotten. So it's no wonder I sing and we sing with thankfulness tonight. As we remember, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. No, never. All because of Calvary, I'm free. All because of Calvary, I have salvation in my life. How can I forget what he's done for me? How can I forget how he set me free? I'd like to sing that if I can, Aaliyah. If we can get this started here. I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget you set me free Jesus I'll never forget how you brought me out Jesus I'll never forget no you've done hallelujah 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 i want us to take a moment right now if you will with me and remember at least one time lord has specifically helped healed directed or encouraged you let's just pause and remember how god has worked in our lives how if he's ever healed your body let's just pause and remember that for a moment hallelujah 
Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your healing, God. Thank you, Lord, for your direction, God. Hallelujah. Oh, my heart is filled with gratitude tonight, God, for all that you have done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I hear voices in the house just praising God, magnifying the Lord. We're remembering his wonderful mercy, his wonderful grace towards us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can somebody raise a hand and say, I'm remembering right now what God has done in my life. I'm, I'm refreshing in my memory right now the power of God that worked. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm, hallelujah. Oh, I feel a thankfulness in the house tonight. I feel a thankfulness in the house. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. And I also want us tonight to make a point and make a, make a vow to ourselves that someday this week we're going to tell somebody else what God has done for us. We're going to share a testimony with somebody of the power and the glory of God. We're going to remember, we're going to repeat, and then we're going to rejoice in the power of Almighty God and the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's sing that again. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. I want to rejoice, God. 